Hello, and welcome to another After Party episode of We Only Look Thin. I am Katherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I have lost over 100 pounds wow. and kept it off for over five years. Yeah. I am a Tiny Habits Certified Coach, a mm-hmm. Thrive Global Certified Coach, and an all-around after-party gal. And with me... <laughs> Oh my god. I don't know. I don't know, dude. No one ever would describe oh, you as no. an after party no. girl. No. No, no. it okay. certainly uh, would not but, describe me. But w- with I am me is... I am party guy Donald. <laughs> I am before party guy. Yeah. <laughs> I party before the party, during the party, and after the party. I'm just the party all along. Uh, I am Donald Weigel. Uh, I'm actually none of those things. <laughs> there is no partying uh, whatsoever <laughs> in my life. Uh but I am one of the hosts of this show. I have lost about 100 pounds. I have kept it off <laughs> for about uh, five years, which uh, really is a party if you think about it. Yeah. If, if your definition of party is a lot of <laughs> calorie counting and uh, and walking a lot. Um, and I am here to talk about it. Uh, this is We Only Look Thin. Yep. And if you are listening to this episode, it means that you have been invited to the after party. Oh. You are an elite group. Only the cool kids get invited to the after party. It's really true. Anybody yeah. can go to the party, but the after party is where the real party happens. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah the party and the after party and the, the whole... That sounds terrible. Someone actually, I like. Someone's like, okay, let's go to the after party. We're already here. Why do I have to drive somewhere else? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <exactly. laughs> we're actually. Uh, we had a friend. We are such <laughs> sticks in the mud. We, I can't even believe we are, we are perfect for each other in that regard. Yeah, though. our uh, Donald's uh, are the best man from our wedding, uh, and uh, Donald's college uh, grad school chum yeah, came to visit yeah, we last were, weekend. We were roommates. So, yeah, yeah. And he said about Donald. Last weekend, what did he say about oh, you? Oh, he said that I was fun, <laughs> which I refuted entirely. I don't see that. I don't I understand don't... how anyone could think I was fun. Like, that's just not even maybe possible. Maybe for Orange County, California, I you were guess. fun. I Maybe. Like, for the 90s, You're so I was fun. fun. Yeah. Fun guy. Oh, my God. No one. I can't. <laughs> like, I, that's just unfathomable. I don't even know why people invite me to things. Like, I wouldn't want me wherever things fun were happening. No, you're not invited. <laughs> to the party but you definitely are invited. you invite me to whatever it is and automatically it's 10 percent less fun yeah. just ju- even <laughs> if i don't show up it's become 10 percent less fun <laughs> just because you've invited me to it <laughs> yeah no we're not party folk no uh, i'm probably more of a party folk because i'm an obliger so i feel yeah. like i need to bring the party you also when I go to the party. you also it, you either enjoy small talk or you pretend to enjoy small talk where small talk um abs- you know small talk with strangers drives me absolutely crazy especially strangers who I'm confident I will never see again see but here's the thing and I think I told you about this when we recently went to a party yeah i am not there to have fun yeah. I, <laughs> no clearly i'm I, not either <laughs> i am there to make sure that the host feels like they've had fun yeah so i am there to be as an act of service i will make small talk not for me but so that the host who has supplied the snacks feels like they've spent worthwhile money on the snacks by me acting like i've had fun yeah and i I, actually i do have more fun i think than you do yeah i think that i i I think this is a good lesson from you in me reframing my attitude when it comes to uh being invited to things well and this is exactly what this episode 
episode oh, is Oh, what about. a coincidence. No, but it is. <laughs> yeah, like, no, it I know. I, we, I accidentally wanted to talk about uh, reframing things and, and, and thinking about being an active service. Uh, so, yeah. So, it's all coming back around. So Yeah. No, I, I knew what the subject of the episode oh. was, but didn't know we were going to talk about me being so uh, uh, unfun. Unfun? <laughs> is that a word? Unfun at parties? Yeah. Yeah, but we're going to refund you in this episode. We're going to get, we're going to refund me. Re- refund. Yeah. <laughs> you would like a refund you would like, for this I would episode. like a refund for sure. So this episode, everyone, after party chums, um, is about recovering and resetting when the party is over. Yeah. And uh, the party generally to us would come in the form of uh, eating lots of food and regretting it is, yeah. is what our and, party and, is. And, you know, the big giant party in my life was just, you know, basically eating what I want and not not moving at all. And the, <laughs> the party <laughs> – yeah, that's my idea wow. of a party. <laughs> That, that really, seems like yeah. Now that you now that I say it out loud like that, um. that sounds like the opening of a really depressing movie, like I Leaving just, Las Vegas, starring Nicholas Cage. My, my dream is to be Job of the Hut, where I'm just <laughs> sitting on a platform and people bring me food and I don't move, um, uh, except to maybe watch my 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 uh, uh, guards get eaten by the rancor occasionally, but. Um, I the party came to an end for me when my doctor uh, <laughs> diagnosed me with type two diabetes, and, and that's I, when the after party that's started. when the after party started exactly. And I believe you actually said like this is the end of fun, the end of fun. Forever. I thought I thought I was going to have no fun forever because I not not that this is exactly the topic of the episode, but I equated food with fun. Food is my number one fun. Like whenever there's any activity, my first thought is always like how can i make this activity about food and make an, an excuse to eat indulgent food yep and i did that over and over again for uh for most of my life yep so consider this your fun intervention oh uh, a, we, fun intervention. a fun intervention which, i love that what is more of a bummer than me funtervering with your <laughs> with your fun oh wow <laughs> Yeah. Fun, funterfering? Funtervention. Funtervention, yeah. Anyway, so uh but we have I'm gonna I'm gonna circle it back around. Uh speaking of funtervering, we have a <laughs> we have an accountability group based on Facebook uh called Wolt Place. We only look thin place. Yeah. And uh, the reason this episode came about was because one of our members, our Wolt Chums, asked a question in the group. Uh, and so we decided to make it into an episode and made it an episode because we actually covered this in a recent Zoom meeting. Not only do I give general presentations on topical issues, but also when people ask questions that I think deserve more than a fun uh, GIF or emoji response, yeah. um, I'll do a full Zoom a presentation on it. You would be shocked at how many questions can be answered with a fun GIF. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> GIFs are so like they're the straight they're the the cliff notes to all emotions yeah upwards of 80 to 90 percent of all (laughs) health and fitness questions are covered with a gif response 100 percent, just like our episode titles (laughs) exactly uh but sarah asked and this is sarah with an h not to be confused with other sarah's yeah so uh, in case you were wondering 
But uh, Sarah commented, so three out of the last four days, I have been completely out of control with my eating. How do I just restart tomorrow? I hate it when this happens. Yeah. And so many of us, no matter how long we have been on this Jordan venture, have setbacks where we feel like we need to restart. But how do you restart when you feel super defeated and bloated and overwhelmed and disappointed in yourself? Like the fun start of a Donald movie. Yeah. And uh, the fun <laughs> a Donald movie. A is, fun Donald movie. It's just me on the couch watching science fiction. I have made a huge mistake. TV, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wasn't that from Arrested Development? Yeah, yeah. I've made a huge mistake. I, that, I, actually, I don't remember what that's from. I think, anyway, we'll we'll fix it in post. Yeah, there is a fun Hulu show called The After Party, though. That, there that, is, that is actually that, fun. Yeah, that, that we enjoyed. Um, it's sort of a murder mystery, uh, but a murder mystery comedy that's enjoyable. Uh, uh, we, I'm taking a moment to recommend it on this health and fitness <laughs> podcast. Um, but you know, it turns out, as with many, many things, that a large part of the answer is having the right mindset for this. And, you know, we say over and over again that there is no finish line. And so adopting the long view of this, it's it's not even so much that you are restarting, is that you're always in it. Yeah. Like, and, and you're you're not just, you're not restarting. This is the process. You, you have times where you're going to indulge for three or four or 10 or 50 days. <laughs> and part of the process is adjusting and getting back on your plan and realizing that it's all part of the plan and making your lifestyle all part of the plan. Yeah. And um, I did some personal research on this very topic uh, on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week, <laughs> just so that I could remember what it's like to yeah. have a setback. Yeah, that's why. Um, I had a great April, I have been following my plan, and then uh, Donald went to Disneyland without me. Uh, yeah. It was fine. I was. It was. It was fine. He. he I, went I had with some an opportunity chums. with some work chums to uh, go to Disneyland on a weekday, which was which was fun. Yeah, and he did a great job. He went to Disneyland. He moderated his food choices, and I used that as an excuse to party at home without him, have my own special party, including lots of snacks. Well, you mentioned uh, my college friend coming to visit. Yeah. And and that was completely unexpected. Like, he ended up staying with us for a night. Yeah, that kind of threw me off. It really, you know, it, it resulted in not having an opportunity to get the steps in I had planned for the weekend. And also, we ended up eating out for a couple of meals, which I had not counted on. You know, try to sort of steer the whole thing towards you know, healthier choices and like he just wasn't having it. Like, yeah, he's like, what's a rebounder? What's a Fitbit? Why do you even have a well, wrist? And also like the idea of going, you know, eating a home cooked meal was just like, he's like, I don't want to do that. I'm in Los Angeles. So, <laughs> yeah. to eat, so, so anyway, so the, the personal research that I did spanned three days. Yeah. And so restarting and the reason I'm not super depressed about it today is because I know that it happens and I have a growth mindset. Whereas maybe five years ago, I would have seen it 
as the end of the world. Now I know that it is just part of the continuum, like Donald was saying. Yeah, and and so there are there are many things to remember to keep in mind throughout your health and fitness journey. So some things that I have learned, and we will impart to you right now, uh, are that setbacks are normal. We say it all the time, but we will say it again. Uh, setbacks are not proof that you are broken. And we can also let go of that notion of the before and after. It's not, well, you know, I thought I've had, I've had four good weeks. I thought I was fixed. Ha ha ha. Uh, and now I had a setback. So this is just proof that I'm broken again. No, there's no before and after. It's just a continuum of choices. Well, or even, you know, you look at before and after photos on the internet, on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And I used to think that that there was, okay, there was life before you hit that weight and yeah. there was life after. And they were two totally separate things. And once you, once you figured out how to hit that weight, you just, you knew how to do everything and it was automatic and easy and you were just on cruise control. But it turns out that you actually have to like focus and drive. Like you still have to drive yeah. the vehicle that is you if you like take my extended metaphor and, and really pay attention to the road and, and keep all of those good driving practices, you know, keep on top of them all the time. Yeah. I know when I used to go to Weight Watcher meetings and people who were at maintenance would come in, I'd be like, run free. What are you mm -hmm. doing? Get out of the pen. You're yeah. fine. Yeah. Why are, why are you still in a Weight Watchers meeting? You figured it out. You're done. Well, it's like the end of Ferris Bueller's day off when he breaks the fourth wall and it's like, what are you doing here? Go. The movie's yeah, over. Yeah. Did you did you actually stay for that? Part oh yeah, yeah. No, I look. I saw that movie a lot of times. I did too, but I thought that was amazing, and that's when I fell in love with Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but anyway, you're falling in love with this podcast, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> as um, we break the fourth wall and talk to as, you, yeah, the audience. we're breaking the fourth wall. That's right. So Sarah again asked, um, "How do I restart tomorrow?" So the question we will ask Sarah with an H. And all of you after party chums with an H. It's C H U um S. Um S. <laughs> that didn't work. C H U um S. Yes. <laughs> I'm really good at this. Really um, so, good. how do we restart this episode? But how, what do you, what comes to mind when you think about restarting? Are you seeing some like crazy, you know, montage, clean slate, fresh start? Or do you see it as like, okay, I'm just going to make the next best choice. So as part of uh, of the of the process of weight loss that we have imparted to you, we're going to do that sort of before and after the the fixed mindset version, and then the growth mindset version of potential changes. So which ones resonate with you? Which ones bring you shame? Let us know. So we're going to go between that fixed mindset and that adaptive growth mindset uh, framework. And when we think of fixed mindset, we often say like, oh, I'm not fixed. I'm not whatever. And fixed can be interpreted as I was broken and now I am cured or fixed. But it's also a fixed mindset is unwavering, unadaptable. So in this, we are adapting. And I'm going to play the hero uh, in this next segment of the <laughs> podcast. And Donald is going to be fixed. Yeah, you uh, you play the hero in my life all the time. Aww. So it's only fitting that you're the hero of the podcast. All so, right. um, you know, a, a fixed mindset, like a fixed point in time, as Catherine was saying, 
um, you you might have the sort of the bad idea version of of your you know party times being over, and you might say to yourself, "I thought that behavior was all behind me." Like you thought that you were you were sort of done doing a specific yeah. thing, and now you're doing it again. This is the last time I'll ever do that. Well, well, you know, and when you make those promises to yeah. yourself, that's not a plan. It's just in the moment, like, "Oh, I'll never like that." Or you say, I've learned my lesson, so I'll never do that again. Or or even worse, you say things to yourself like, I suck and I'll never get this right. And, you know, we know over and over again, we've learned that telling yourself that you suck, like there's a part of you that, that wants to be right, yeah. you know, and there's also a part of you that wants to, you know, give up your responsibility to try, uh, to get this done. So if you tell yourself, I'll never get this right, I just can't do it. Yeah, guess what? That gives you sort of a freedom to, well, if I'm never going to get it right and I can never do it, then I guess I should never try I'll to do it. start now not yeah, getting it right. Exactly. And and then you never, uh, and then you really do <laughs> never actually try to even uh, adjust or change anything. Okay, so we are going to break from that fixed mindset and go into the mindset growth reframe. So fun. So many fun words at this after party. Yes. So the healthy practice would be to say things to yourself like, this is a blip. You know what? I can learn from this. Reducing the frequency, intensity, and duration of setbacks. I know it's a lot of words. That's progress. Yeah. It's, it doesn't happen as often as it used to. It wasn't as much as I, it used to be. It used to be a whole you know, month, and now it's a weekend, and that is better. Um, and then I can be – and this is maybe the most important thing we're going to say on this entire podcast, and I get to say it. Oh. And here it is. I can be disappointed at my behavior – but I don't need to be dramatic about it yeah. and be like, this is the end of all joy. I can't believe you don't have to use big elaborative uh, adjectives to say what a trash person you are. You can just be like, yep, okay, it's a blip. Let's move on. That is what a grown up does. Yeah. And, and I think just to, um, uh, just to uh, add one thing, I think that that, um, reducing the frequency, intensity, and duration. You know, uh, I think for me, that really goes back to the first part of this, having that fixed mindset of I'll never get this right. I used to constantly do this thing where I would wake up and be like, okay, I am going to be good today. I'm going to like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to stick to it. And then I would white knuckle my way through a day and I would get to the evening time and I would tell myself, well, I'll just have this one treat before I go to bed. And then I would, I would taste it and I would have it and it would become two and three and four yeah. and it would become this sort of binge eating episode. And I used to do that, you know, maybe like six days a week. And, and I still once in a while do that, but I have dialed it way, way, way back to where it is, it is very infrequent. Um, and so saying to myself that I'll never do that again is, is not realistic, but realizing that I have had a lot of success in making it just a very infrequent, uh, infrequent episode, um, is really, you know, realizing that. If I do it one time now, it's not 
it's all over. I don't yeah. I don't have to give up all of the progress that I've made up to that point. Well, and what you do a majority of the time mm-hmm. matters more than an occasional setback or slip up. So that is what we're saying. So we're going to break it down. So now we've got the big mindset, your brain part of this. But now we're going to break it down into things you might say regarding your activity or inactivity. Yeah. And so the the bad idea, the bad mindset, the fixed mindset about activity is fitness is my punishment for bad behavior. You might say to yourself, well, I've I've really indulged this food. So now I'm going to like go to the gym and work out extra hard or extra often to punish myself for what I've done. Or you might say to yourself, I can just exercise away the calories, Mm -hmm. which it is really, really uh, virtually impossible to do. And I will focus on high calorie burn activities instead of activities that I actually enjoy. Right. So you see it as, you know, paying off a debt instead of that, you know, I move because it is enjoyable, which comes into the healthy practice part of this. So movement makes my body feel good. Movement helps me feel centered. It helps with my emotional regulation. And then I can also ask myself, what feel what would feel good right now? I feel super bloated. I feel tired. You know what? Maybe today just some simple stretching would make sense. You know what? It's a beautiful morning. I'll take a little walk over to the coffee shop and get a coffee. Something small is empowering instead of feeling like, well, if I don't, you know, throw up from overexerting myself, then it's not really counting toward fixing me. Yeah. And and look at what that does. Look at the difference between those two things. If you're thinking about exercise and activity as punishment all the time, you're not going to keep wanting to do it. But yeah. if you if you're looking at doing things that actually feel like self-care, that make you feel better, that make you feel more empowered about yourself, guess what? You're going to keep wanting to do those because you're going to keep wanting to feel good about doing those things. Exactly. So moving on to food. Have uh, you heard of it? Have <laughs> you heard of food? <laughs> um uh it's the basically the thing I only think about. Um, I think about Funko Pops and food. Those are the only two things. Uh, and loving you. That's the third thing. Um, also. Friendship. Uh, friendship. So food. Um, the fixed mindset, the bad idea part of this is you decide to go into a major deficit immediately. So you've you've had this like three, four day party um, in, in case of, in Sarah's case. And so you decide to make up for it by going from, you know, you've eaten 4,000 calories a day. So you're going to go down to a thousand calories a right. day or 1200 calories a day. And, or you decide to do a radical new plan for quick results, you know, whatever the new latest, you know, I can lose, you can lose 50 pounds in a week, like fad, right. fad situation. Oh my gosh. Is. I totally saw something like that the other day. It was like yeah. 20 pounds in a month, like with no changes to diet and exercise. Yeah. I, I, uh, I look at a lot of, uh, Reddit and Facebook groups then uh, about health and fitness or, you know, weight loss. And there's so many people that post questions like, how can I lose 40 pounds the fastest? Oh my gosh. Like, what is the, what is the way to lose the fastest? Luckily, there are many level headed people in these groups who give them good advice, but it's such a frequent question. Um, and then, uh, 
the last sort of bad idea is decide that you'll keep eating poorly until next month and then you'll restart. I have done that so many times. Oh my goodness, me too. It's just like, well, it's it's already the 17th of the month. You can't like start on no. the 17th. Like, well, you know, why don't I just wait until the first of next month? Right. And if you're listening to this, it's like early May. You know what? Maybe June is a, you know what? But then like 4th of July is coming. And oh, you know what? How about after Labor Day? I used to wait months to get back on track. Yeah. And it uh, just was not, it wasn't helpful. There, I'll say it. Yeah. It's the hard news. And it turns out that adapting a healthy lifestyle that, that you, you know, so that you adjust for these, you know, these parties that happen in your life is your really, mouth. is uh, parties in your mouth that is really the, the key to doing this long term. Right. So my reframe on this is when like, and that like food hangover type feeling that you have all blow. Like I literally couldn't oh, work out the other, I couldn't rebound because my stomach was all like off the other morning. Wasn't, wasn't a good look for me. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the different sort of healthy practice might be, you know what? I feel like crud, but this is going to pass. That's right. I said crud. Oh boy. Uh-oh. This is a family podcast. It is. Um, <laughs> C-R-U-D. <laughs> C-R-U-D. <laughs> D. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. And the big reframe is instead of feeling like I need to go to a giant deficit to make up for it, today would be a great day to shoot for maintenance calories. So if yesterday I ate 4,000 calories, you know what? Instead of 1,000, maybe I'll go with 2,000 calories today, 2,500 calories today. Whatever yeah. that maintenance range is for you, going back to those normal habits – whether you track calories or points, a normal amount of food makes sense over an extreme deficit. Um, it's also a really good time to pump, pump up the, the volume. volume. Pump up the volume with extra veggies and fruit to help you feel satisfied. Fill up that stomach of yours, that no, never. I was going to say like rum tum tummy, but I decided <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Man. It's horrible. And I really hope you cut that out because. Oh, no. I don't, no, no, like, no. I got a recording of you saying that. It's oh, going out into the no. world. Okay. Um, and then this is a good time to distance myself, uh, like I am going to say from the last thing that I said. <laughs> uh, distance yourself from those unhelpful foods. Do you have leftovers in the house? Did you actually have a party? Did someone, t- you know, make you take leftovers? home with you get them out of the house you don't need to burn the calories uh they can go and return to the soil absolutely and then the next part of your reset might involve the scale the scale um and you might think to yourself well i need to get on the scale immediately to punish myself and remind myself that i am a garbage person yeah uh or you might instead weigh yourself obsessively multi-times a day to continue to torture yourself just using that as evidence that you're broken and that you're a bad person and that you're never going to get it well and i think part of that too is knowing what your current relationship is with the scale, because you, if you see it as punishment or this will, you know, I mean, and you even said like, if you get on the scale and can deal with the number yeah. and be like, okay, this is where I am. It's data. It's fine. That's one thing. But if you find yourself using it as punishment, then it's uh, it's not a great time to get on the scale. And, and we've done uh, an episode or two about uh, having a, a healthy relationship with the scale. And, you know, for me, uh, Catherine was alluding to it. I have to watch myself uh, between getting on the scale to punish myself, but then also 
that I don't avoid the scale yeah. because I, I have a habit of, uh, well, if I don't get on the scale, then I can still hope that what I've done hasn't actually caused very much damage yeah. and that I haven't actually gained much. And so I have to sometimes, uh, you know, make myself get on the scale to face the music. And, and you know, once I actually see the number and see what the the results of my actions are, that sometimes will sober me up and and let me to really face the reality that okay all right i've i've you know this is i've gone too far and i need to pull things back again well and we've also done uh, we we've talked about sort of seeing our weight loss journeys as driver's education because there are a few times or have, there have been a few times where i've overeaten and the scale didn't move I was magically, I didn't gain any weight. Yeah. And I had a, a magical thought that like, I guess I can just eat whatever you I want. You can do whatever now. you want Woo, now. I yeah. finally got there. Exactly. So watch out with the scale and the words that you say to yourself. A growth mindset might be, this is additional data that I'm collecting. I will weigh myself. I always weigh in on Fridays. I will continue that practice. Or if you need to take a small break because you know, like, okay, the day after I watch the Super Bowl and eat all the food, the day after the birthday party, maybe this isn't the time. But you know what? I'll go back to it the very next week. I have a policy. Uh, there's someone in Walt uh, who said, I weigh myself on Fridays no matter what. And having that, like, nope, I'm, I'd collect the data on Friday, continue with that. And that is just part of that main, maintaining those healthy habits. Yeah. And I have, uh, I have a very different policy for myself, which is that I weigh myself on Saturday, Whoa. no matter what. Whoa. Yeah, it's radically different. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not? Oh, oh, it's not. Okay. okay. I'll uh, I'll delete that part if you delete the part where I talked about the rum tum. No, no. No, that, no the rum not. tum tummy is uh, going in there. Ew. Um, I've never even seen cats, so... Have you seen Cats? Uh, no. Okay, good. No. I've seen a music video from Cats that they aired on MTV years ago. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. Tell yeah. us more. <laughs> yeah, it's probably on YouTube somewhere. And So when you have negative results. This is the, we're bringing it home, everybody. We're, we're bringing it home. Um, there is the fixed mindset bad idea way to deal with it and then the the uh, growth mindset helpful way to deal with it and the bad idea is you perpetuate your punishment cycle you continue to you indulge and then you punish yourself and then you indulge again and punish and it basically turns into a never-ending cycle that i was caught in for many many years right you like hate yourself back to fitness like you hate yourself into working out not not a good look for my guy yeah or you get angry when things don't go back to normal immediately like you really have to give yourself space and you have to, you know, give yourself time to adjust. And it's okay if you can't immediately bounce back. Well, and two, you imagine that you're going to bounce back immediately to your best version of yourself instead of being able to right. look at it as a gradual, like, I'll get back there. This is the first step. Um, and then uh, you panic and you think you need to do something drastic. This is a big one. And that is that like, oh, my goodness, like I need to I need to dive into the, you know, only drink kale smoothie yeah. diet like over and over again or, you know, or I'm going to go down to 800 calories a day or, or something like that. Like you don't. Yeah, that is definitely not healthy or. I did this uh, months before. 20 I, years, I probably did it. Yeah, I gave up 
entirely because I'm a trash panda and I'm never <laughs> going to get this right. Or that's what I told myself, which turned out not to be the truth. Not to be the truth. Yes. You're a nice panda. <laughs> <laughs> so again, finishing off this episode with that healthy, adaptive mindset, I see this as a setback, not as a failure. It is something that just happens in the process. And remember, we also did an episode called Failure is Feedback. I look at the habits and behaviors I uh, decided to take on in the last three days, and I see the points that are like, yeah, that wasn't my best choice. I can change and learn and adapt for next time. I really do consider how can I approach this next time when Donald goes uh, to have a super fun time day at Disneyland? What could I do differently that doesn't lead to my self-sabotage? And then again, and this is kind of the biggest thing, I can eat at maintenance until I'm ready to go back to a deficit. I can pump up the volume. I can do things that get me back to a place of feeling centered and then go to a deficit. I don't have to go to extremes because we all know what happens when we go to extremes. We just set ourselves up, like Donald said, into those cycles of punishment and feeling like we don't deserve food, you know, until we're good again. This whole journey comes with setbacks. It comes with new seasons of our lives, new temptations, and randos from college. <laughs> no, not randos from college. No, he's our best man at our wedding. He good, wasn't a rando. Good, good friends I from just, college. I just wanted to say rando because it's fun. Um, and can I just add one thing that was not in our notes? I, I think that um, you said this on a recent episode, um, but I think it really applies here. Work on actively thinking of these times as pauses yeah. in your plan instead of instead of thinking about them as, well, okay, it's over and I'm restarting. Think about you are pausing your plan because your college friend came or because you just, you know, were, were having your three or four day party and, you know, couldn't keep your mindset on track. Whatever it is, it is a pause in the longer journey and it is not a before and after situation. Exactly. So think about your mindset, your food choices, the way you get in movement your relationship with the scale, and the overall journey that you're on. This isn't about perfection. It's about progress. And what you do most of the time matters much more than a weekend away, a vacation, or just a random, like, food tastes really good blip that you experience. Yeah. So we believe in you. If we can make progress on this, we are confident that you can too. Absolutely. And uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the show. Uh, all of our episodes, every single one of them, all uh, nearly 280 of them are available. How on... is that even possible? I know. That's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, they're available on all <laughs> of the major podcast platforms. <laughs> How many is 280? How do you quantify that? It's a lot. It's a lot of numbers. Um, we are really, really good at quantifying things. Um, uh, but you can find them all on all the major podcast platforms, uh, wherever you found this episode. And also, all the time, 24 hours a day, on our website at weonlylookthin.com. Yep. And if you are at weonlylookthin.com, click on that link for join our support group and find out more about Walt Place, We Only Look Thin Place 
Place is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan, but we are a place for support, accountability, and for in-depth conversations about topics just like this. Again, this episode was brought up because a member of the group shared openly about the setbacks that she was having. So we have two subscription options, a monthly subscription with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Wolf Place is right for you. And I think Catherine is maybe being uh, somewhat modest, but the person just asked that one sentence paragraph. Sarah asked that one sentence question, and Catherine created a multi-page, <laughs> you know, a PowerPoint presentation with slides and graphics and, you know, went through the whole thing and made herself available directly face-to-face with many members of Walt Place to answer questions directly and, and go through all of this. And, you know, if that is the kind of thing that you think you would benefit from, then please check out Walt Place. You you can try one of our, our memberships and do it for a few days and see if it's right for you. Um, and I really think that the chances are that it will be. So please check it out. Yep. And I cannot guarantee dramatic weight loss, but I can guarantee that none of my presentations are in Comic Sans. <laughs> there, I said it. I can guarantee that to you, that- dear. That Listener. is important. That is important. <laughs> I'm if, sorry. If I've always got to uh, like, you say something sincere and I've got to back it up with comic fans. If so. you're, if you're a font fan, you, yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to stay away from comic fans, comic fans, comic sans. Uh, if you're a fans of the, of the of sans, sans, the sans fans, um, I'm going to start a Reddit group called the sans fans. Um, or you can interact <laughs> with us on social media. Uh, there, I finally got there. Um, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at We Only Look Thin. Or you can send us an email. Uh, you could send it in Comic Sans if you want. We'll still read it. <laughs> Donald will still read it. It might make it harder for us to reply, but uh, uh, we uh, enjoy getting emails from listeners. Uh, if you have a question, if you have uh, if you have an episode idea, something we haven't covered or something we haven't covered in a while that you want us to do another other uh, uh, topic on uh, we would appreciate it uh, we also like hearing compliments so uh, that is uh, we only look thin at gmail.com yep and if you have a couple of extra minutes and can head over to apple podcast please leave us a rating and a review yeah not only does it let us know that what we're doing matters in your journey venture but it also helps with the space aged algorithms um, to help other people find our podcast when they're looking for inspirational podcasts like ours. Yes, the robots like your <laughs> Apple ratings and they reviews. Approve. They <laughs> approve. Uh, so please do that. Um, and another way you can really help us out is just to tell somebody about the show. Word of mouth uh, really is an invaluable way in which the show grows. Uh, if you could tell someone if you think you know somebody that might get something out of it or if you're in uh, one of those Reddit groups, Facebook groups, uh, a discord server something like that uh give us a shout out we would really appreciate it yep so if you are looking for somebody to perform a fun intervention for <laughs> you just remember that Catherine and i are an, an inspiration inspiration intervention <laughs> or fun interfering fun <laughs> in your oh, life man we are good at parties The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. 
you should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.